Super Talk Mississippi media production. Find your new ride at Kia McCombs all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app. And, of course, you can always find us, too, on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch us. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV. You'll see I'm not alone in the studio today. And we've got another first for good things. It's the first time we've ever had roaches <laughs> on <laughs> the we show. Know of. That we know of on the show, but that's not who you'll see whenever you tune in. Oh, actually, you will see the roaches. They are right there on your screen, but they're in um, a little container. Don't they're not out wild and free. Uh, but joining us is Eric with the Mississippi Aquarium. You've got some good news that is happening there at the aquarium and some new exhibits. But I have to laugh, Eric. You text me because I was making sure we were good for today, and I was said who all is coming with you, and you just said me and the roaches, and it it never dawned on me. And I got to the station. And then the news team was all coming out to see my guest was in the green room and he brought something and it dawned on me. He brought roaches like you were being serious. That <laughs> dead serious. Dead today. serious today. That it was you and the roaches. So anyway, I know that's going to be part of, of your story about what's going on at the Mississippi Aquarium. But you guys have a lot going on. So tell us where you want to start. What is not happening we, at the aquarium? You are right. We have a ton going on and we brought out some of our ambassadors to help spread the good news. So we do have Madagascar hissing cockroaches with us and they are going to be part of the new expansion at Mississippi Aquarium. Uh, we've been working on it for about four or five months now and we, we're going to open on August 25th, so next Friday. Uh, people can come out and start enjoying it. It is adding 7,000 square feet of indoor um, exhibition space. It's got three different biomes. We've got um, a kelp forest. We've got a rainforest, which is where you're going to see the uh, hissing cockroaches, and we have a coral reef. About 130 new species uh, we're going to have on display. We have um, in the in the kelp forest, like the colder waters, we're going to have seahorses and a giant octopus. Uh, oh, uh, very cool! I mean, they're so much fun. And in the in that area, they have a an octopus den. So kids or those adults that are limber enough can crawl in there and get a really interesting view of the octopus. We will have in the rainforest, along with the hissing cockroaches, we're going to have poison dart frogs. We have an armadillo and a sloth, which is going to be a super popular uh, thing that people are going to want to see. And then in the coral reef, we have um, all of those bright, colorful fish that you're used to, like the clownfish. A lot of children. Nemo. Nemo, thank you. Yes, exactly. A lot of kids refer to them as Nemo. That's what most people know them as. Well, I can't wait. And again, uh, I think I was expecting you guys to launch the 
expansion saying it's coming, but this is even better news. I mean, it's it's here. It's we don't here. have to wait for the for the building. You don't have to like put that on my 2024 list. It will be come up. What that's next Friday. Next, next Friday, we you're going to have a bigger aquarium to go to. Exactly. Uh, along with and that's just the things that we're just now about to un- unleash and and launch. We already have a pretty big facility because we have dolphins, river otters, we've got alligators, we've got a great um, you know uh, freshwater uh, river that runs through the park. We've got um, the Beaver Brothers, which are one of the newer additions, and they're all named for um, Mississippi icons. So we have Elvis, BB, and King. Uh, that's and that, those are the outside exhibits and the the habitats. Inside we have our our main habitat. Over 300,000 gallons of water in that main habitat, hundreds of different species, everything from sharks, rays, urchins, um, all the way up to sea turtles. We have a Kemp's Ridley. We have a, a green sea turtle. Um, and we have touch pools in there so that way you can go and actually put your hands on some of the rays and the smaller sharks that we have. How long has the Mississippi Aquarium uh, been open? Because oh. I know it's it was a long-time vision. We followed that st- wonderful story here. On good things from conception and then to getting the funding and then the groundbreaking and then opening its doors. So how long has it actually been in operation? Uh, it opened August 29th of 2020. So we're about to celebrate our three-year anniversary. And it's really nice to celebrate that anniversary just, with yeah. an expansion. Which means if you are able to expand, that means Mississippians and beyond are coming out and enjoying everything that's there and taking part in it and buying into it, literally. So you can then expand it and continue to sort of watch it grow. Tell us about the team behind the scenes whenever you're talking about expanding on something like that and making it educational. What all goes into what all goes into that? It is a lot of work that goes into it from the very beginning, just from conceiving the idea all the way up to finally unlocking the door and letting everybody in. Uh, Just teams and teams of people like most of it's all done in house. Uh, We have just all of our uh, aquarists. Sorry, that's hard to say sometimes. Oh, that's a new word. I didn't know that one. Aquarists. The uh, the animal team, the animal care team, uh, all of the facilities team that help make sure all of the the water is at the right salinity and things like that. They they go in and, and let me tell you, some of the especially in like the rainforest areas, the some of the habitats that they have created are masterpieces. I mean, if, if you got a, you would think that it was you know carved out of a movie scene it they are so beautiful um and but it takes a lot of time and a lot of hours and a lot of attention to detail uh so dozens and dozens of people working countless hours over the last about four months i think they started somewhere around like march april uh we did it kind of you know quietly just we we transformed a what was an ex um uh an event space mm-hmm into this so because one of the things we got from a lot of the people that visited they loved it it's a beautiful beautiful place but they would say we wish there was more absolutely we wish there was more well, you're never going to not hear that eric <laughs> you're always people are always going to want more well, which you know is a good thing that means they enjoyed what they got and now they want more so you exactly. gave them seven thousand square feet more exactly and so we took something that was it was being utilized but you know not for not for showing off the animals and the things that were really there for so they took that space 
space, repurposed it, and now we have Changing Tides presented by Keesler Federal Credit Union. Well, and you think about the original the original exhibits. I think we're really focused on aquarium, like the aquarium part where you could find animals you could find in the Mississippi Gulf Coast and sort of uh, education. Now it feels like you're taking us outside of Mississippi to places we obviously would probably never get the opportunity to go and visit, like the rainforest. I mean, it's not on my, I mean, I, I wouldn't say it wasn't on my bucket list of so mine going, but the chances of me making it there probably are, are slim to none. But your kids can, and you can sort of uh, halfway experience it or in a, a cooler way by coming to the aquarium. Exactly. And, and, you know, as Mississippi's aquarium, we are also willing to come to you. Uh, we have an outreach program, Aquarium in Motion. So if you can't make it to the aquarium, we bring it to you. We go to schools all over the state. We have a lot of different opportunities to do that. We have a mobile aquatic cart that we can bring on our marine unit and different things like that. So we can actually bring some of the animals from the aquarium right to school, some of the sharks, rays, um, the, the hissing cockroaches, some of the snakes and other things that we have like that. We can bring those out. Kids can get to experience them firsthand, put their hands on them, which is an awesome ability for us to do. And, and we can't do it without the support of everybody that's been coming so far. Eric, I see Will in the production room, and he is just raising his hand and waving. He just can't wait to touch, feel, hold, kiss, hiss at one of your cockroaches. I, I told him earlier, I said, <laughs> Eric, I said, I can deal with a lot of terrible things. Snake, uh, spiders. You know, cockroaches, ex-girlfriends, horrible things, but I cannot deal with snakes. No, with snakes. And he didn't bring a snake, so he brought a cockroach. I Did asked you him before I walked out, I saw the cooler, and I said, is that a snake? He said, no. I said, and then I walked right it's, in. It's, it's real. We may would have lost a producer today, Eric, if you have had snakes in that in, in your cooler. But but no, that's not. It's, it's hissing cockroaches. It has to be fun, though, to see the kids and when they light up and get to see different animals um, when you, or, or whoever gets to go out and sort of do that. Is that something like schools need to contact the aquarium about or are different sort of, I'm thinking too, like homeschool students if they have groups is that something that can be called and sort of set up or are there other or other ways to do that no, that's exactly right they just go to the website um they fill out a form and then someone will contact them to let them know like what is required because it you know some of it depends on how far mm-hmm. um there is a cost to it but it, it's basically based on how far you are how many kids how long we're going to be there things like that so it can vary from group to group depending on what it is that they want but we have a lot of different options in being able to bring it throughout the state is something that I think is awesome, especially if you can't make it to us. Well, and it, but we still want to encourage you at some point to make it to you guys because your team also does a great job of creating all these fun events throughout the year. It feels like every time we turn around, Eric, there's some cool <laughs> new sort of theme or um, event going on that just adds that layer of fun and education to the uh, to the aquarium. With summer ending and the fall approaching, what's what's coming up next? Well, and one of the things that everybody's going to be excited about we did it last year we're bringing it back again this year mermaids we had a mermaid who joined us on good things last year she's swimming back in they are all swimming back in so we're going to have them again uh it's i don't have the exact dates in front of me but it's back in october uh the event dates are already listed on our website so they can go there and and take a look and see what days they're coming but it's multiple days and we're going to do some new stuff this year uh we're looking at doing like a uh, breakfast with the mermaids oh hang there and keep us keep us interested we got more with Eric and the Mississippi Aquarium coming up next.
making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Watch good things. We are on your computer, your mobile device. You can watch us on Roku, Amazon Fire TV devices. You can even find us on YouTube if you've got Ceasefire TV. We are on Channel 70 right next to the Weather Channel, which you will be sad to know the fake fall has left the building. She came in like a nice cool breeze yes. and she left out like hot and heated. I mean, I don't know what we did to her to make her mad, but she is. I know what it is. Our guest Eric with Mississippi Aquarium, he brought his cockroaches. <laughs> <laughs> they and, do like the warmer weather. They do like the warmer weather. So this is all your fault. You brought in the warmer weather. But there on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, it stays pretty warm all the time. So you guys are definitely used to it. Do y'all get a seasonable fall on the Mississippi Gulf Coast? Uh, for like a week or so, it feels like. He's like, no, not <laughs> really. And it's, sometimes it's just in the morning, and then it's hot again in the afternoon. Yeah. We have all the seasons sometimes in one day. Well, that's just Mississippi <laughs> sort of in general. But, yeah, you would expect it to be a little warmer there on the Gulf Coast. But it's perfect. Perfect uh, weather for getting out and enjoying the Mississippi Aquarium, which they are um, opening up their new expansion coming up August the 25th. That's next Friday. 7,000 more feet for you guys to get out and explore. So they, the cockroaches that you do have here, so if they are watching over at Super Talk TV, they'll at least see the cage. I don't trust my nerves or wills <laughs> to pull one out while we're talking, but there will be there's video evidence that I was brave and Will was not. You were very brave. And so we will make sure that that gets shared on the appropriate channels, but but their names they have names. Oh, we gave, we did give them some names for this trip. We've got four. We've got two males and two females. So we've got Fred and Barney and Wilma and Betty with us today, helping us spread the good word of that new exhibit opening up on August twenty fifth. So you're their caretakers for the last several days as you've gone on <laughs> to spread the good word about um, the Mississippi Aquarium. What do they eat? How do you care for them? Oh, they're actually very. Luckily for me, they're very easy to care for. They don't require a lot of maintenance. Um, they eat, uh, th- their main job even in the wild is to eat all of that decomposing organic material. So they eat like the leaves and stuff like that. When they're in our care, we're giving them like, uh, vegetables like zucchini and squash and things like that. And they eat that. Uh, and then a little bit of water. And that's really about it. You make sure they get a- enough moisture, you know, throughout the day. We either mist them or we have like some water in there for them. And that's about it. It doesn't really take much. They're pretty quiet. Even, um, even where we have them at right now, there's, you know, several dozen of them. They mostly just kind of st- – As soon as you said like, just- <laughs> It is a big difference when you see them in a big pile because they oh do God. like to kind of get together. But and, they're behind protective glass, correct? Ish. Ish? Wow. But they're they're great. I mean, they've been really easy to, to, to travel with. So, And we hope in the future to bring some other things from our uh, new expansion. And just, you know, we have – other animals that we do encounters with, like the penguins and things like that. I was just going to ask at the Mississippi Aquarium, what else can folks, I mean, get their hands on if they are brave enough or want to? And then I know some of them are add-ons experiences. But what are what is the close and personal you can get at the aquarium? The uh, the penguin encounter is one of the big ones that people really enjoy doing where they can um, – it is an add-on where you get to experience um, the penguin. They'll have some – one of the animal care team will come and give you a nice presentation about it. It's usually in a private room. 
They give you a presentation. You get a chance to actually physically interact with the penguin, which is really fun. It's something most people have never done before. No. You get to see them kind of walk around in their behavior a little bit. So it's a lot of fun. The uh, We have the dolphin encounter, kind of similar, where you get to go poolside by, with the dolphins and interact. They'll show you how, the, how they do some of the training and the, uh, the behaviors that they've taught them. And so that's always a lot of fun, too. And then we have, like, um, trainer for a day where you follow around and go through all of the different um, habitats there on property, and you get to be a trainer for a day. You get to see what it is. How it's, cool is that? It's, it's not all just uh, glamorous playing, you know, with the with the animals. There's a lot of work that goes into it, like we were talking earlier. The, the daily yeah. preparation, food, cleaning, all of that type of thing, you get to see what they do firsthand. And we were rounding out earlier, Eric, talking about the events, and the, you mentioned that the um, mermaids were coming back in October, which is going to be exciting, and y'all are adding to that what were you adding to that we're going to be we're looking at doing a like a mermaid breakfast uh so it's just like a like a character breakfast so they'll be able to come and do that um as what part do mermaids of eat for breakfast we're going to find out waffles biscuits <laughs> probably <laughs> i feel like there will be some, some soggy waffles there. don't sound very good that's i think that's a childhood song of some kind no but uh, but these are the type of things you can go and sort of have and explore there if you haven't ever been to the mississippi aquarium or if you have it sounds like there's more now for you to come back and sort of enjoy joy but the other piece too is the education and the research so recently eric we had holly morocco which yes. is one of y'all's researchers i think she may be the head of research there um on here talking about the good stuff that they do with um i wouldn't say with the dinosaurs but it's with the dolphins <laughs> which i think dolphins maybe have been around as long as dinosaurs i don't know um but that's a huge piece so when we come and support we're also supporting great research exactly. on the gulf coast the three pillars of the aquarium are conservation, community, and education. And so we are always trying to do that. We always do a lot of different things. Um, you know, we do a lot of different programming, and a lot of it's just to make sure we're exposing people to the aquarium. Sometimes we do mermaids, and it gets them entry, it gets them there to the aquarium, and then they get even more interested in what's going on. Um, we're going to be doing our annual fundraiser this year. We have the uh, Molly Ringwalds. Are gonna no be, way. We do. They're going to be headlining an outdoor concert for oh, us. Fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's going to be in September, uh, so people can check that out there as well. So more and more coming. Be looking. We had Bluey in this past weekend. Oh, don't tell my four-year-old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we will not. Cause, and it was very, very well attended. And oh, I'm sure. And we may see more things like that in the future. Bluey is the bomb. That, yeah. that Bluey is, yes, is, the, is having a moment right now among small children <laughs> and families, yeah. uh, for sure. I know my friend, who's also a dietitian, Brittany Simmons, she does yoga at the aquarium. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, I don't know if it's all the time. I know it's on the weekends. It's, uh, I think it's every couple of weeks or so. The, the schedule fluctuates because sometimes it's Saturday. Sometimes it's Sunday, but the full list is on the event schedule on our website. Eric, John, and Madison text in and said, Mermaids eat crab patties with Patrick <laughs> for, <laughs> um, for breakfast. So we can figure out uh, exactly what they're going to do. Okay, you get to work in this fun environment. I mean, I feel like you got a cool job. What is like behind, I know not behind your scenes, but it's also behind the scenes. Like, what is life behind the scenes there at the aquarium like on a daily basis? Um, if, well, for me, it's a mostly a lot of, of writing and talking about about what goes on at the aquarium for most of the uh, the animal team and the animal care team you know it is the daily maintenance of taking care of all of the animals again it's it's 
it always seems like it's just the fun part of it, but there is a lot of work that goes into it. They do enjoy, everybody enjoys what it is that they're doing. They wouldn't be doing it otherwise um, because it's a lot of fun, but it's a lot of care, maintenance. There's daily routines of, you know, they've got to get fed every day or some, some don't eat every day. They eat every other day, that type of thing, but they feed them, they care for them. There's presentations that go on every day because every single day there's something for people to learn about. And so we have guests coming through, we do presentations and then we put them all, you know, more or less put them to bed when we leave at night, make sure they're taken care of, constantly checking the water. Like even in the summertime when we get these heat advisories, mm-hmm. the animals that we have, all the water that's that's throughout the aquarium has to maintain a balance like it's that same temperature all year round, no matter what the temperature actually is. For them, it's a nice, comfortable temperature. And as we move into, I can't believe I'm going to say the holiday season. I mean, we're almost there, guys. Like, we're closer to Christmas than we were. People are thinking about what to get. And we always bring up here um, getting memberships to the, to the various museums throughout uh, Mississippi as being a great option for families. If you don't know what to do, stocking stuffers, birthday presents, that kind of thing. What does a membership at the Mississippi Aquarium give you? A, right now is the best time. It's a, this would be a great time to start shopping early for your Christmas presents because we have an annual pass sale going on right now that gives you Unlimited access to the aquarium. Um, we also have some brand new benefits. We also, you know, always have like discounts in the gift shop and things like that. But the new benefits include parking. Um, you can also get um, some additional passes for like to bring friends. So people that may be visiting from out of town, that's a good way to add to their experience as well. So right now, the annual pass sale for uh, six year olds all the way up to adults, seniors, military starting the, the minimum is sixty four ninety five is the lowest you can get one. You get all those great benefits. It's like a hundred dollar value that oh my we're, gosh, you come twice and you've paid for it. Uh, you, really, you can come once because it's like it, even more than just the regular tickets um, is, is a great deal. The tickets and the parking almost pays for the whole entire thing, plus all the other benefits you get. But in, on top of that, we have our free pre-K pass right now for children that are three, four, or five years old. They can go to the website, register, and then they just need to activate it by coming to the aquarium, showing some proof of birth, you know, either a birth certificate or... Um, They're not proof enough? <laughs> if they, if they, <laughs> we always like to double check. Okay. So. Gotcha. <laughs> so they bring in some sort of a proof, and then uh, they will get uh, access to the aquarium for a year. They won't get the same benefits of the district. Counts, but again, that's Still, uh, yeah. it's a great deal. Those are both limited time things. So if it's something you're thinking about, if that deal, both of those deals are not going to be there forever. Eventually, we will end the pre-K pass and the um, sale. So now's the time to get it. We will announce it on our socials as we get closer. And that is all just Mississippi Aquarium? MSAquarium.org to get all that information. Can the roaches wave bye? They can wave goodbye. <laughs> bye. Eric, it's been so much fun having you here. Always good to hear what's going on the Mississippi Aquarium. You're always welcome. But you guys stick with us. we got more for you coming up next. Rebecca Turner. She looks 
healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app. You can always find us, too, on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And if you didn't get enough of one museum, technically the aquarium's not a museum, but it's still a great attraction. We got another one for you. Our friend Nicole Smith with the Mississippi Museum of Natural Science is joining us because they have Mississippi Science Fest coming up, which is one of their biggest and greatest events all year. Hey, Nicole. Hey, Rebecca. (laughs) Were you listening? Did you hear what I got to do today? No, what did you do? I held a hissing cockroach. Are you proud of me? I'm so proud of you. That's awesome. I kept my eyes closed and I sweated a lot, but I did it. Did you know, was it a boy or a girl? Did they show show you how to tell? <laughs> yeah, it, he, he said that one had bigger horns than the other. So right. The, bu- both, the yeah. bumpy one is the boys. Bumpies are boys. Yeah. <laughs> Bumpies are boys. I'll have to go back and examine the video because I was just more worried about my heart rate. He said they didn't hiss unless they were scared, but I was scared. So I was afraid I was going to start hissing, but it was all fun and cool. And I thought, you know what? Nicole's going to be proud of me that I was brave today. Yeah, they're so nifty too. They've got that really neat little, I mean, it looks almost like ornamental detailing on the side of their body, but that's where that hissing is actually coming through, the, you know, that respiration. And I'm like, Oh, man, that's so groovy. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm going to tell my husband next time I start hissing at him. It's just my respiration. Just, you know, it's natural respiration. <laughs> oh, but this is the kind of cool stuff you get to learn when you come out to our great um, events or places around the state. I know the aquarium's not necessarily a museum, but it's there to teach and educate about Mother Nature. And that's exactly what you guys do, too, there at the Mississippi Museum of Natural Science. So what y'all got coming up? This is your big one. Oh, this is a big one. So this one is a partnership event, and uh, it's sponsored by Seaspire, but all four museums in the Lafleur Museum District come together for it. Uh, Children's Museum takes the lead on the sponsorship and, you know, promotions because they're really good at that. And then we help them nerd out hard <laughs> in all the good ways. Uh, all, uh, the Ag Museum brings some beautiful things to light with their exhibitors, Sports Museum, uh, Children's Museum, and, of course, the Natural Science Museum, putting science in the Science Fest, making it lots of fun. So it's it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful event. This is about, gosh, I think it's our eighth year of doing this, and it just won, like, uh, an award from a travel tourism association about a signature event in the South. Which I was just visiting to say, Nicole, we are about a month out because this is actually September the 14th through the 16th. So it's a multi-day event there within mm-hmm. the four uh, museums. So folks listening can, if they're looking for something for those fall, vac- um, the little fall uh, getaway that they have or when the kids get their fall break was the word I was looking for um, with mm-hmm. school or just looking for something fun to get out and do. Go ahead and start making those uh, plans to to plan a trip because you'll get your money like you will get a full day's worth of activities it's definitely worth it and it's done in um kind of different components different ways like the 14th is the coding challenge and that happens at the children's museum then that evening uh we have kind of a kickoff like the proper official kickoff to the science fest and that this year is going to be happening 
in that beautiful little area that's between LVs and uh, Fertile Ground, you know, here in the Bellhaven area. It's going to be like a little mini street festival, and it's free this year to come to, so that's going to be extra fun. Um, and there'll be, you know, demonstrations, and there'll be some music, and uh, you can, of course, buy food from the nice people that have restaurants there if you want to do that. But we'll be having a little science and a little nice kick-off there just to get it started. Um and they're also doing a, an online component this year. It's a STEAM fair, and so anyone who likes from, you know, kindergarten through 12th grade, they can even enter. They can film a little two- to five-minute video of an experiment they've conducted. You can go on our website and see what the instructions are. But um, submit that. It's reviewed by a panel of judges, and the winners will be invited to exhibit during the Science Fest, which is going to be pretty great. That's really uh, we, neat. Yeah, I know it's really it's pretty awesome. And uh, and then we and if you buy your tickets early to the actual like the expo part of the science fest, which is on the sixteenth, and that's one ticket, all four museums, you're automatically entered into a raffle uh, for an Apple Watch and other like wonderful prizes. Uh, and the winners will be drawn, um, you know, during that little uh, kickoff event. But I think you have to buy your ticket. Uh, kind of early to get into that. I think you can do it until Thursday, September 14th at 11.59 p.m. You know, so you, you can wait to the know, wire. Just, yeah. Just, yeah. Just before noon, you get, I think you can get the, no, AM. Yeah. So you can get, get your uh, chance to win that Apple Watch drawing, drawing for that. But the expo itself, that's where the money's at really as far as like the action. Uh, we do have field trip Friday the day before. That's when schools come, but that next day, that's when all four museums have that one ticket, all four, and each museum's doing something really great. I'm I'm a little bit proud of our, like, cool special presentation. We've got a, a teacher who's also um, a physicist and a magician, <laughs> and he's going to do a whole thing on uh, the, the science in your backyard, and but make it like a puppet and magic show, and it's, that one's going to be really great for the little kids. There's going to be something special at the sports museum, you know, later in the afternoon on that Saturday. And that one's about basically the science behind sports and, and playfulness and athleticism. And that, that one's going to be really interesting. So every every space has something really cool happening. There's even a, a chess component of this. That's happening uh, one of the days. I can't remember right off the top of my head. Sorry, I've been doing too many things at once. Well, you've got but, four museums that've got things going on on this on that one day of September the sixteenth, and just uh, what they are: the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame and Museum, the Mississippi Children's Museum, Mississippi Agriculture and Forestry Museum, and then you guys there at the Mississippi Museum of Natural Science. So the whole thing is, if folks come down, they buy one ticket. Where normally you would have to buy four different entries, right. you get normally one, like and you bucks just to get yeah. to the children. Museum, but for that day, it's like that ticket to go to all four, and and it's great. Like you really get a lot of value of it. We have a Mississippi Science website, MSScienceFest.org website. You, uh, as we get closer to the event, you're going to see more information, like a map about it, and the list of exhibitors. We're confirming our exhibitors now. We should be able to announce that by September 1st. Who's really truly really committed to everywhere. There'll be food trucks 
at all four sites. We have a lovely lineup of food trucks already. And uh, it's, it's going to be great. It's, you want to support STEM in your state. You absolutely do. The language of science is the language that if we communicate it, we make our culture better, you know, our community better. And, uh, and it's about inductive and deductive reasoning. And it's in a playful way, and we try to do something for just about every age group you can imagine, grown-ups included. So we want, we want everyone to have this in your community and to be proud of it being part of your community. And the other part for those that are wondering about how it all works, if you want to travel in, you can park at whichever museum you want to start at. And then or do you still have the trolley system that will take people to the different yeah, museums? Yeah, that's a really good point. Uh, to make your life a little easier, there will be a shuttle bus. So wherever you park, uh, that's good. And you... Um, You'll be able to get to the other places, yet you can walk very comfortably between us and Children's Museum. But if you want to get over the street, you can get on that shuttle bus. And it's not like on specific times. It's just more like on a never-ending loop. But you can get from here to there very comfortably. Kind of like, you know, being at Disney, but not, you know, a much smaller local Mississippi scale. But that way you don't feel like you have to put everybody back in their car seats and do yeah. all the things you can sort of, you know. Less be animation, more science, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and to not leaving out our friends in Meridian, I see two on the website where this, yeah, the um, right. Children's Museum um, will, in Meridian will also be offering Science Saturday on that Saturday, September the 16th. So there's no excuse for folks to get out and sort of enjoy we're, and nerd out, really, right? We're slowly eating the state. Uh, that's the plan. Like, we're going to take over the whole state with the science. <laughs> that's the goal. <laughs> I love that. I think that yeah. make it a whole month because then, you know, you. I know guys at the aquarium. I should hook you up. They've got <laughs> right. maybe they can put their hissing roaches well, on tour. May well be. I think one of them may be actually exhibiting at one of the four museums for this one. And uh, as the years go by, you will see it grow. I, like, um, you know, worth noting uh, all museums really bring an incredible contribution to this, uh, and we're, we feel lucky to be a part of it. You know, the the Mississippi Museum of Natural Science, that's all we do. We do all science all the time, you know, 300, just almost 365 days a year. Uh, but it's really nice to be part of this community effort uh, with our partners, and that's a beautiful thing. Nicole, where do we go to go ahead and get our tickets and to plan out our trip for Science Fest 2023? Sure, uh, msciencefest.org. Just kind of look on there. You will find where you can buy tickets. You'll find information about it. We're updating it constantly. It's uh, As we get closer to the event, it's going to be a little fancier and a little more informative to you. So um, just kind of keep your eyes open for that. And you can always follow us on social media, like the LaFleur Museum District. Social is very informative. All four of the museums also share from that site to their own sites as well. So if you're already following the Natural Science Museum, the Ag Museum. All right. Thanks, Nicole. You guys stick with us. we got more for you up next. All right. Thanks. Bye. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Good Things. 
you can find us on your computer, your mobile device, just head on over to Super Talk TV. You can find Middays with Jar Gilbert on Tuesday at Mossy Oak in West Point for the upcoming Prairie Arts Festival on Labor Day weekend. Gosh, I can't believe we're already talking about Labor Day weekend. And technically that's supposed to be the end of summer, Will, when Labor Day comes. Pack up all of your white shorts. Technically. White pants. You can't wear white after, I don't know why that's a rule. It's still going to be hot. We dive into that every year, and I think you you can now, but if you have any southern grannies still alive or aunties still alive in your home, they will look at you cross-eyed if you wear uh, those white britches after after Labor Day. I don't know. It's just one of those trends, but it's just kind of like the trend of the mullet. I was just sharing with you where in Pennsylvania, a six-year-old was dubbed the 2023 Kids Mullet Champion for this year. His nickname is Cheddar Wiz. And, you know, there's obviously a big pageant for kids with uh, mullets these days. They've really embraced the fact that the trend has come back. And it makes you think of trends that should just stay in the past. And I am, I, no disrespect to how you want to wear your hair, but I would be one, I, I keep saying I'm, I'm excited when the mullet this season kind of comes to an end, <laughs> but it feels like it's just gaining more steam as we as we go. I asked you if you ever had a mullet. You said no, but you had a rat tail. Dear sweet baby Jesus from above, let's not let that one swing back when into I was rotation. Like six, that was the thing. Who made that cool? I, I don't know. And how do you how do you do that? Like, how do you start? I'm six, you know. I know, but like, I get the mullet. I as not a not a beautician, not a barber, you know, never, you know. But how do you get the rat tail to just grow and (laughs) keep everything else kind of tidier? I don't sort of. (laughs) I had one, and my brother had one uh, around the same time. I think he's a little bit younger. And your mom embraced it and just let you. Or was it because do what we wanted to do and didn't really bother us? My worst. A worse hair decision. There's been multiples of those over the years. <laughs> Let's just say that. I've seen the pictures, Rebecca. Yes, there there were a few. Um, but, yeah, there was a perm gone bad once. But, you know, back in the 80s, early 90s, that was how you added vo- – now women pay um, – you know, tons of money to have the the hair like weaved in or like tied in and all the different things for to add volume. But back in the day, if you wanted volume to thin hair, you got perms. Dudes got perms. Girls got perms. Like you got per, you got the little, you know, the pin, the um, the whatever they call it now. But you would, you know, what I'm talking about? Like it's the real tight jerry curl kind of looking ones and they can go wrong they can smell bad they can burn they can work in parts of your head and not in others they can be super frizzy whenever it you know you try to sort of brush it out the idea though is that you then blow dry it and then you're you've got this big nice poofy head of hair but in the mississippi humidity when it happens it starts to kink right back up and yeah, we all, you know, we subjected ourselves to this in the 80s and the 90s, which is an unfortunate thing. Rhett and Ridgeland says, I miss the skater bangs that did a big old swoosh to the side, yep. paired perfectly with my polka dot, polka shell necklace. Puka shell. Puka, sorry, shell necklace. Yeah. Yes, you know, the boys that. that had the whiplash with the, to be able to do the hair. And then you had the phase with the, you were just saying boys didn't go through phases. Absolutely y'all did. Y'all had the gel spiky up, like. The gel spiky up hair, yep. Then the, there's the, some men the who do part? still the need to grow out of that. Mm-hmm. You know, where it was right down the middle and, you know, one to the other side, like AJ from uh, Sopranos. If you ever remember watching that show? <sighs> the only 
haircut that I I remember going in, like taking a magazine and being like, I want that was the Rachel from Friends. And so that would have been late 90s. Yeah. And it was a very simple, you know, whatever. But everybody went nuts for the Rachel haircut. And I, that is the only – it served me better than the perm. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> perm not saying, well, we're not going back to that. I'm not just not doing it. I will never subject myself or my kids to that ever, um, ever again. But that's the only one I can remember, like, walking in and being like, I want, I want that. And then, you know, a good headdresser should tell you whether you have the face or the whatever sort of for it. They shouldn't just, okay, here we go. But, you know, you don't, you don't see the, for men, you don't see the flat top much anymore. I was telling you that Brent Bailey, our central (laughs) district uh, public service commissioner, has a flat top. He's the only person I know. You mean like, it like goes it up. Is, it and goes up, up and, and it's completely, completely flat. flat on top. Yeah. Again, how do you how do you make that wizardry happen? I mean, you must use like a level or something. And then you set it like a daily, are you or 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 weekly sort of keeping it between the ditches because I, I don't know how he does. Because then you'd eventually start looking Impressive. like a chia pet, like, right? Like <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta maintain it. Right. <laughs> All righty, stick with us. You got more coming up next. You got the boys with sports talk from three to six. We'll meet you back here tomorrow at two. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.